I'm your host, Nicole Cleveland, and Breathe Again is a moment of hope, faith, inspiration, and solutions. You are listening to episode two in our Starting Over After Divorce series. Now, today I want to talk about the sucker punch of divorce. And I said it like that because that's what it is. That's what it felt like to me. It was the sucker punch of divorce. Now, as promised, I plan to share the good, the bad, the funky, and the ugly. If you're new, a little bit about me. I was married in my early 20s, and I love being married. You see, I didn't see thriving married couples growing up. So all I really wanted was to be married, raise my kids in a two-parent household, grow in ministry with my spouse, and help other couples restore their marriage after an affair. And that's what I was doing. I was walking in my purpose. I wrote a few books. I hit bestseller status, was in ministry and helping other women by sharing my story of how God restored my marriage after an affair, an affair that produced a child. There were so many women dealing with the sting of betrayal in their marriage. And I was honored that God chose me to help those women. Then the wind was knocked out of me. I was facing divorce. My husband at the time didn't want to be married to me anymore. But six months prior to him leaving, my mother had a massive heart attack in front of me and died. So I was still grieving the death of my mother. And now I had to deal with the death of my marriage. It was hard. It was tough. And some days I didn't think I'd survive. But here I am. Seven years later, I am healed and I am whole but it didn't happen overnight. It did not happen overnight. And I want to encourage you right now. I want you to know that this is not a sprint. It is truly a marathon. Whatever stage of the divorce that you're in or the breakup that you're in, it's not going to happen overnight. I tell people all the time, it's not, you know, day by day. It is moment by moment. You know, Lord, just get me through the next moment, let alone the next day. Because sometimes in the midst of our hurt and in the midst of our pain, we just don't know what to do. So I want you to come along on this journey with me. And I pray that I can offer you some advice, some encouragement, some inspiration, some resources, and some solutions. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and you can follow me in these social media streets. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I'm Nicole C. online, or you can just look for me at Nicole Cleveland, Nicole Cleveland. So let's talk about the sucker punch of divorce. You know, when asked about her divorce, Heidi Klum said, I feel like I'm in the eye of the tornado. 
It's emotions inside of your body that are a tornado. For me, divorce was like a sucker punch in the throat. It was something I didn't see coming and it knocked the wind right out of me. After all, I was in ministry, I was in leadership and helping other women by sharing my story of overcoming an affair in my marriage. <laughs> Jeez, we were over the marriage ministry in the church. Like what in the ham sandwich is going on? How embarrassing is this? What, I don't know what's going on. What, am I being punked? Is this a joke? But it wasn't a joke. I wasn't being punked. <laughs> it was reality and I had to deal with reality. So after I got over being sucker punched, after I got over being kicked in the throat and kicked in the stomach and stabbed in the back, I had to get Nicole together again. You know, this was the worst time for it to happen. Six months prior, my mother had a massive heart attack in front of me and died. She didn't have a heart attack and go in the, went in the hospital and came back out and went into rehab. She died in front of me. That was my mama, y'all. It was my mama. And so I had to grieve and I was still grieving her death. You know, there were days I would wake up in the middle of the night shaking. I would be crying. I was thinking that I was in a dream with her, with her being gone. And so now with him telling me he didn't want to be married to me anymore, I had to face another death. And that was the death of my marriage. So I had to really come face to face with reality and come face to face with what was going on around me. I couldn't run from it. I couldn't hide from it. I couldn't act like it was not happening. Happening. I could not have, I couldn't act like I was in denial. You see, I had to shift and get in survival mode because at the time I had no job and I had two school age children in the house. They depended on me. I couldn't stay in a shower crying all the time. I couldn't sit in my car and cry all the time. I had to figure it out. It was like I had four little eyeballs staring at me in the midst of my pain. And I think the hardest thing to deal with as a mother is to deal with um, going through some type of trauma or trying to pick yourself up and trying to heal yourself while raising children when you know that you're hurting. And there are some days that I can't get out the bed. And some days I can't stop crying, but I still gotta go downstairs and I gotta cook. I still gotta take them to school. I gotta still make sure that they are okay. So that's one of the hardest things to deal with as a mother, to deal with your pain and still be a mother to those children because you know, I could be selfish and, and run away and not deal with it as well. But then what happens to those babies? What happens to those kids? You know, so I had to get it together. I didn't have time to feel sorry for myself. I had to shift my gears. It was like I was in a stick shift car and I had to shift it into survival mode. So it was sort of like going from um, first shift to fifth 
first shift to fifth, bypassing all of the other gears, you know? So that's what I did. Um, a lot of women are like me. They were left to figure it the heck out. If that's you and you are dealing with it right now, and you may be in that beginning stage or that middle stage, my prayers are with you. I get it. I get it. It does not feel good. But let me tell you a little secret, honey. You will get past this. I am a witness. If you are in survival mode right now, I encourage you to pause and I encourage you to process. Process what happened. Process how you feel. Don't go from first gear to fifth gear, bypassing all of those gears without processing. Yeah, because you're going to be depleted at some point and you're just going to pass out. You're going to be exhausted. Your energy is going to be spent and you're going to crash and burn. And I wish that no one crashes and burns. So you need to process what happened. Yeah, baby, it happened. Mm -hmm. Process how you feel. It's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. If you mad, you mad. If you sad, you sad. Be okay with those emotions. Be okay with them, but just don't stay there. Don't 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 take your your bags and unpack and move in and sit in the madness and sit in the sadness. And don't try to cover it up. Don't try to be something that you are not. If you're hurting, you're hurting. It's okay to hurt. We feel like we have to be Wonder Woman and Superwoman and, and be these superheroes because people are looking at us. And I tried that in the beginning. Yeah, I will share on this podcast. I did a lot of things wrong and I did a lot of things right, but I did them right after I did them wrong. So I'm sharing them with you so that you don't make the same mistakes that I did. Um, I, I put on this persona that I was superwoman. I put her on this persona that I was Wonder Woman and I had it all together and I'm good. I'm good. I don't need any help. And that was a, it was a lie from the pit of hell, <laughs> a lie from the pit of hell because I was hurting. I was mad. I was upset. I was angry. I had all kinds of feelings going on within the inside of me. I was jealous. Yeah. And so when you, you feel those emotions, you deal with them, right? And you move past them and try not to cover them up. You can sit in it for a little while, but just don't stay there and do not ever sweep it under the rug. Because let me tell you what you don't deal with will deal with you and it will deal with you in the wrong way at the wrong time, honey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It may embarrass you when it comes to deal with it, when it comes to deal with you because it's coming back down your street. So what you don't deal with will deal with you. Don't glaze over it because it's there. Yeah. Don't try to put some covers over it and stuff it in the closet because when someone goes to put a jacket in the closet or get something out of the closet, all that stuff is going to fall out. All those emotions, all those feelings and those thoughts and, and where you're at and what you're trying not to be, it's going to come out. 
and it's going to come out in a big way. So don't glaze over it. Take the necessary steps to heal. Yeah, you deserve to heal, girl. You deserve to be the best version of you that God wants you to be. You deserve to be who he has created you to be. And it's not what they said about you. It's not who they said you would never be. And it's not what you've done and the guilt and the shame and all of that stuff that you have going on on the inside of you. No, no, no. It's not any of that. You are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. You are who God created you to be. One day you will be healed and you will be whole. One day you will be helping somebody else because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, girl. It's about you moving past where you are right now, you getting to the other side of your pain and the other side of your your healing and you helping that next girl, that next woman that's gonna feel what you feel. So I'll leave you with this today. I want you to one, feel what you feel, I want you to sit in it for a while, but I don't want you to stay there. If you have to get a piece of paper out and write down all the thoughts and all the feelings that you feel and why you feel it, you know, you don't have to show it to anybody. It's yours, but it's getting it out of your head. It's getting it on paper. And if you want to ball it up and throw it away, or you want to burn it or whatever you want to deal with it, however you want to deal with it or whatever you want to do with it, you can do it because you have the right to do that. But I encourage you to feel those feelings, write them all down, acknowledge them, process them. I'm angry because boom, 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 boom. I'm mad because boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I'm hurt because boom, 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 boom. But then you need a reason why you're not going to stay hurt. You need a reason why you're not going to stay mad. You need a reason why you're not going to stay angry, right? And it's because you want to be the best version of you. Yeah. Girl, you're going to be healed and you're going to be whole. I know you are because God is no respecter of persons. And if he did it for me, he will definitely do it for you. He's definitely going to do it for you. Hang on in there. Hang in there. Don't give up on you. Don't give up on you. Just because somebody left you or the marriage did not work out. It did not survive you will survive just because it happened. It's not the end of you. What happened to you is not the end of you. Yeah. You are not the divorce. You are not the breakup. There's not a a sign on your forehead, forehead that says failure. No, that's not you. And don't accept those things. Don't accept those things. If those thoughts are coming in your head, delete them, delete them. Don't even receive them. Mm -mm. Nope. I don't receive those thoughts. I don't receive those words. That's not who I am. I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. I am who God created me to be. I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be happy. 
Those are those things that you want to embed in you. Those are the thoughts that you want to keep repeating. Yeah. So I'll leave you with this. Cry, scream, and yell if you have to. But once you're done crying, once you're done screaming, and once you're done yelling, I want you to dry your eyes. I want you to fix your clothes, open the blinds. I want you to live again. I want you to dream again. And I want you to breathe again. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve it. The people around you deserve it. The world needs you. The world is waiting for you. Your children need you. Your family needs you. Your friends need you. You're kind of great. You're kind of great. And if no one has told you that lately, let me be the first to tell you that you are kind of good and you are kind of great. And you are loved, you are beautiful, and you are worth it. Yes, you are worth it. All right, that's it for now. Remember, I said I'll never say goodbye, but I'll always say until next time. And I pray your tomorrow is better than your today. God bless you. After the pain.